Hey, what is happening? Welcome to the Impact Wrestling Review from November 15, 2018. And if you happen to be new here, please consider the wise decision of subscribing to this YouTube channel. This show came to us from Las Vegas and in opera with Tessa Blanchard, the current knockout champion, first seen up against Ray Lynn. This was a basic squash match, about three minutes long, and we saw Tessa Blanchard picked up the victory. Then after that, Tessa picked up the microphone and she called out Taya Valkyrie. Taya Valkyrie decided to show up to confront Tessa Blanchard, but Tessa ended up leaving the ring with the knockouts belt high. What are my thoughts on this? This was a good, somehow good opener. I would not have put on the first match someone like Ray Ling, who a lot of fans, myself included, are not that aware of. But outside of that, I get it. I get that they're trying to feed the current knockout champion with new knockouts for her to beat. So at the end of the day, this segment was a win. Next, we got KM and Falaba celebrating that they are going to be facing during this episode. The Latin American Exchange, LAX, the current Impact World Champ, World Tag Team Champion. Next, we got the Rascals, and their gimmick right now on Impact Wrestling is that they are gonna be flying high in the ring and flying high outside of the ring. So they're gonna be the local potheads. So let's see how they are able to make that gimmick work with the ring. Make that transition and how they can put that together into a solid and cohesive and entertaining thing to watch. Next, we got KM and Falaba versus the current Impact World Champion, the Latin American Exchange, LAX. Contrary to popular belief, believe it or not, Falaba and KM did have a lot of offense during offensive during this match but it was not good enough we saw LAX beating them with a leg drop and a moonsault at the same time a maneuver very jump bulk esque what are my thoughts on this this was good it is good always seeing KM and Falaba there happen to be a good tag team they also kind of taste the water of doing a tag team babyface versus a tag team babyface match without without the public turning on either of the tactics. So consider this a dry run of the reactions between the Latin American exchange versus the Lucha Brothers and match that sooner rather than later it is gonna be happening here on Impact Wrestling. Next we got Heather Monroe cutting a promo because she during this episode, gonna be facing former knockouts champion Suyon, but but Kiera Hogan decided to appear and let her know, hey, be careful. This Suyon girl, she is a demonic entity. She's full of evil, so please take care of yourself because she is gonna destroy you if you're sleeping at the wheel. Next, we got a. Uh, segment with Scarlett Bordeaux with 
some homeless people like in a parking and she decided to hire one of them later on. Next, we got the Latin American Exchange at their hideout place and Santana and Ortiz throwing la puya that they want to face the Lucha Brothers. Sooner rather than later, Bob Conan doesn't want them to face each other and he ended up leaving the place. So they're building up the sea and it looks more than anything that Conan would rather be around you know, the Lucha Brothers than with LAX. This is why he gets so triggered when you know, LAX mentioned that they want to face the Lucha Brothers. Next, we got a short promo with Max Seidel and Ethan Page. Max Seidel, by the way, was gonna be facing the Impact World Champion, Johnny Impact, during this episode. Next, we got the Desi Head Squad. They are on some type of hotel and they are talking about Indian food and all the things that they miss back home. And one of the things that Mr. Sin mentioned is that he is either way thankful for being in the States, but Kama Singh and his son didn't like that. Therefore, on this next Thursday, that is going to be the Thanksgiving edition of Impact Wrestling. They want to let the world know how they feel about American on Thanksgiving. I'm not a fan of this. I would rather have them the other way around, being foreigners that like America than the other way around. We have seen this play out too many times. Someone who is foreign who doesn't like America. That is a gimmick burn already on wrestling. Try something new. What is the worst thing that it could happen? That it could bump? I don't think so. That could be something a little bit fresh. May I remind you? Next, we got Eli Drake cutting down a promo because he's now pissed off at Abyss and he is pissed off at hardcore wrestling. And when you talk about you know hardcore wrestling, guess who's going to show it up? Tommy Dreamer. Let me put my thoughts before I could keep talking about the segment. I do not agree with almost anything with Jim Cornette, but there is one thing that he does get right. And it's this simple thought. How can I miss you if you won't go away? And this is the symptom that I'm feeling with Tommy Dreamer. And I bet there's a lot of people that feel like this. Hey, you're showing me too much. Tommy Dreamer. It, it could be good seeing him once or twice a year. That's good. No problems with me. But he's becoming too much of a regular for me to care and for him to stand out. Obviously, Tommy Dreamer and Eli Drake traded insults. Obviously, Eli Drake poking fun at hardcore wrestling. And Tommy Dreamer poking fun at Eli Drake tights jeans. And obviously, Eli Drake decided to challenge him into a fight. But he ended up backing down. Thoughts on this 
end of the segment. Whew, I was looking forward to see something a little bit more new when it comes down to Tommy Dreamer and Eli Drake, especially this angle of being a lawsuit. However, this turned into an angle we have already seen many times of a wrestler hating on hardcore wrestling. We already saw that like on 94 with Mick Foley when he didn't want it to be hardcore on ECW. We also saw that in 96 or 97 when Jerry the King Lauder, he went down to ECW to kill hardcore wrestling. Then we saw that again with the network in ECW trying to tamper yeah, hardcore wrestling. Then we saw that like on 2006 between Ric Flair and Mick Foley with Ric Flair hating Mick Foley because Mick Foley on his highs was a glorified stuntman. Therefore, if he could get rid of Mick Foley, he would have gotten rid of hardcore wrestling. This was a angle we have seen too many times. Why don't you try something new with Eli Drake? He's one of my favorite, enough if not my favorite wrestler right now. And I don't agree with this segment. If you don't agree with me or agree with me, let me know in the comment section. But I was looking forward for this to be something more. But it is just became the typical anti-hardcore angle. Next we got <laughs> Moose facing up with the wife of Eddie Edwards, Alicia Edwards, and kind of, you know, fighting with him. But, you know, Moose didn't give a rat's ass, the same as the female person who is with Moose. Next we got Scarlett Bordeaux. She showed up with a drunk guy at the parking who was wearing some type of, like, fake security tattoos a la Chris Jericho in WCW. And obviously they start to fuck a little bit with the referees. Good segment. It is good always seeing Scarlett Bordeaux. She's a star and I think they're they laying in a good way her in-ring debut. So when she finally gets on the ring, she's going to be over big time. Next, we got Matt Seidel. First seen up against the current Impact World Champion in a non-World Champion match, Johnny Impact. Cool match. It was about 10 to 12 minutes long. Obviously, when you put these two people together, you know they are, they are great mechanics and you are going to be seeing a lot of high flying around. At the end, obviously, we saw Johnny Impact hitting his, you know, flipping netbreaker. And then after that, the Starship Trooper, whatever the name of his finisher. And that was it. Winner, none other than Johnny Impact. Good stuff. He is feeling more of a TV champion, someone that fights every single episode on TV. But it is still good. I think they're trying to establish him as a franchise player, even though I think he is better as just as a transition champion. Next, guess who showed up? Killer Cross. He decided to show up and offer him 
his service. So if you want to keep that bell around your waist, make sure to give me a call, Killer Cross, and I'm going to be, you know, picking up the trash around you and making sure you could keep that belt. But Johnny Impact decided to decline that offer. So it looks like they're going to be keeping, you know, Killer Cross near the main event scene. So that is good. Good seeing that that person over there, he's a student of a game and he have a character, something that some of the talent in Impact Wrestling might be lacking for a while, for on this time of the year, right? And also, we got Miss Grace and we got, you know, Katarina, you know, trying to get him to join her. Katarina saying to her, hey, I think we could be a strong force together, but Miss Grace didn't have a time of a day for her. Next, we got <laughs> Moose and Eddie Edwards brawling outside, and then we saw some guys wearing like a nurse uh, clothes, and they took out Eddie Edwards. So it looks like Eddie Edwards is gonna be sent to the funny farm. I'm looking forward to that if they go on that direction. That is gonna be a lot of fun, something edgy that you don't see in wrestling no more anymore. Next, we are headed to the pre-main event match of the evening. We got Su Young versus Heather Young. Another you know squash match about two minutes, something along those lines. We saw Su Young picking up the victory. Then, obviously, she ended up doing a choke on Miss Heather Moore. Moore. And Kira Hogan decided to show it up to do the save. But, you know, Su Young ended up finding her. And guess who showed up? The demonic Ali. Now she's wearing face paint and she attacked Kiera Hogan and make sure Su Young was able to hit the panic attack on Kiera Hogan. And that's how this segment ended with the two of them being together. Good development. Good development. I think it is time to do something with them. This feels a lot more fresh than the stuff that they did a couple of weeks ago. And this is something that obviously does goes beyond the barrier of times and doesn't require any type of a special effects. Therefore, it ages a lot better. Let's see. Let's see when will Rosemary return. So that is the piece that it is missing. Somehow, you could keep, for the time being, building around that speculation and build that character of Ali as the demonic entity such as Suyun, who is also full of devilish energy. <laughs> Next, we got the main event of the evening. We got Sammy Callahan facing up against Brian Cage for the X Division title. By the way, it was good seeing, you know, Sammy Callahan doing a couple of different maneuvers. Hell, he even bring down an angle lock, but that was not good enough. Mr. Brian Cage was able to pick him up and hit him with a drill claw 
And that was it for Sammy Callahan. So, obviously, it is great seeing this match. Obviously, Sammy Callahan was moving kind of like, like a little bit weird because he haven't got that high all team match singles match in quite a while but it was not a good match obviously they're putting the rocket on on Frank Cage so he decided to do none other than drop the X Division belt and bring option C back so he is gonna be facing Johnny Impact at homecoming Good seeing the push of Brian Cage. Also good seeing them bring Option C back. I thought Option C was going to be only for Destination X. But I guess since there is new bosses in town, they're playing around with the rules. But I'm not complaining about that. Let's hope Mr. Brian Cage is able to take the belt away from Johnny Impact because I see more out of Brian Cage than with Johnny Impact for the time being especially if you do something more interesting with him rather than Johnny Impact because at the end of the day Johnny Impact might be leaving due to Survivor or other movies or something along those lines therefore they need someone who is going to be every single taping like Brian Cage. So someone that might need also the rub from a former champion and wielding that big bell for the first time on a mainstream U.S. brand of wrestling. So that is it for me. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you enjoyed it, make sure to hit the, the thumbs up and comment as you sit fit right and bring down all the fun as always on the comment section so that is it for me thank you a lot and i will see you during this weekend there's gonna be a couple of videos so make sure to subscribe to this youtube channel goodbye thanks for watching